Well, hello, and welcome to the Family That Podcast. To get together? <laughs> no. To no, not together. With a question mark. Yes, the Family That oh, Podcast yeah, yeah. together. Instagram is just Family That Podcast. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yes, yours was worse than any of mine. I feel better about myself now. <laughs> it was my first one. It was bad. This week well, we'll be discussing yeah. uh, chapters four and five of Gentle and Lowly. In which I have lost interest, and so is Ethan. Yes. So is Dad. <laughs> and Randy has two, just doesn't want to admit it out loud. <laughs> Alex is the only reason we're holding on. And we are not far into this book. Yeah, like it's too soon for you to give up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a quitter. I, I, I figure it's going to turn. He just seems real redundant right well, he's, now. Well, he's very much setting up his point. Like, he's making sure you understand the, the point. I like it when people get to the point. I don't okay. like the setup. He's, he's reiterating the point over and over again. But, hey, chapter four opens with the fact that Puritans would take one verse and write 300 pages about it. So, that's the reason why we are not Puritans. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I will say <laughs> I appreciate how short these chapters are. They are oh, they short. are short. I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, because if they were any longer, I would be done. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd do tap. <laughs> so this is not a sales pitch for the book. <laughs> yeah. It is a good book. It, it just depends on book. where you are. Well, and yeah, we talked about that well, coming home today. We were yeah. we were like, had I read this book five or six. Or ten years ago, it would have been different. Well, I think the book is full of really good points. Like, there's really good ideas. Like, chapter four, I really liked what he says in there. I didn't need a chapter on it. I needed the first page, and that's it. I was like, oh, that's that's a good view. And then after that, I was like, okay, we're getting drawn out. <laughs> yeah, if I was speed reading, I would read the first paragraph of the chapter. And the last paragraph. <laughs> and then maybe the first the, sentence in each paragraph. Well, you read the first paragraph, you read every quote that he puts in there, and then the last paragraph. Yeah. And I would know what was going on. Yeah. I do think that this book is a sales pitch for Thomas Goodwin's book. Yeah, he does talk about Thomas Goodwin a lot. A lot. Yeah, it's very much I think, a commentary. I think it's been every chapter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he comes back to it a lot. The uh, title to Goodwin's book is hilarious to me because it's like 50 words for the title. Yeah, which, what was it, 16 something? I don't know. The Heart of Christ in Heaven Towards Sinners on Earth or a treatise demonstrating the gracious disposition and tender affection of Christ in his humane nature now in glory unto his members under all sorts of infirmities either of sin or misery. Yeah, yeah you already What a me. title. <laughs> yeah. I already know I'm well, not that's going how to enjoy this book. It's like uh, Vonnegut <laughs> used to do oars in a lot of his. Mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse-Five is Slaughterhouse-Five or The Children's Crusade. Yeah. But it's like the title and the or is really just his thesis. Like, this is what the whole book's going to be about. Yeah. All in the title. If we do a book again, it should be a fun book. <laughs> Batman, A Long Halloween. <laughs> we can finish this one first before we start go. talking about the next one. Y'all. Mom and I are going to start doing a bi-weekly podcast <laughs> on a book that we enjoy. <laughs> Dork. Y'all have a 
suspended, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> you give up on it that fast. Uh, um, if I don't like a book in the first chapter, um, I quit. Okay. Mock, this, from Alex, this is coming from the person who reads the first chapter and the last chapter of a book before she buys it. <laughs> and if she doesn't like either of those. I don't do it before I buy it. I am reckless with my book money. I just buy books. And then if she won't read it, she'll just put it, it on the shelf. She just wasted her money. Yeah. Never a waste to buy books. I might read it in seven years. I don't know. <laughs> or it goes in that giant box of books <laughs> to give away. Or it goes in that big bin of books to give and away. And then she says, I haven't seen it. I don't need it. Yep. What you do is you tell her that you want to borrow it from her and she needs to hurry up and read it. And then she's she will read it. Just to... Maybe. I doubt it. I think she'd, she'd just probably need, just say, oh, I'm not You give me it. a reason to read it to spite you. You know? Yeah. So, we're going to read this to spite Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work that way. Yeah. The one thing that's keeping me going is I can read these real quick. Yeah, Ethan read them today. I read them today. I listened so. to them today. I don't know how she listens. Listen I don't know how you listen to this. Coming home, I had read them yesterday. And then we listened to them coming back, and no. I was like, I, I, there's I don't no know way. How you would there's certain to this. sentences in it's this. It's him talking. No. I don't care who's talking. There, I don't know how you listen to this. There are certain sentences in this that I have to read multiple times. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. It's for very sure. simple. Okay. So, <laughs> this so book is below anything, We are trying not to talk about it. We are trying book. not to talk about the <laughs> okay. book. So, anything stand out? I really like. I think chapter four is just a really good, like it's it's a different way of thinking that I enjoy. Why? It's a different view on how God views us. In what way? <laughs> that was a very vague answer. It is a very vague answer. Like, Ethan has lost his book. I know where it is and I don't have it. <laughs> um, the Able to Sympathize, so titled Able to Sympathize. Um, but I like about... Like, it, it's interesting in how it is his ability to sympathize because, like, growing up, that's not how you're taught to look at God. That's not how I was, at least. It's very much a looking down upon you as a holier than thou pity kind of look. It's a much more personal, sympathetic way of looking. I like it. I think sometimes... Do you want to make sympathy and pity synonyms yeah. when they're not really the same thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see sympathize as I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it. That's not yeah, how. You're messed up. I get it. Yeah. That's not how I grew up seeing it. No. I don't know, but can we talk about the fact that Jesus was tempted in every way? I think that's weird. I, I have a hard time around. with it. Well, I mean, it's what it says. It's what it says. He, like, tempted. lusted after people. Like, Well, so, I, you got to get in, and he, there's a point, and I don't know, if, again, later he may get into this, but you have to get into, you know, what we was talking about with, with Anakin. Like, the, the theology of, you know, Anakin didn't have a dad and same thing with Jesus like he didn't have an earthly dad so like the immaculate conception the way of his birth change there's got to be a difference in his nature right 
and how much of our temptation. So when you talk about temptation, you got to have an internal and an external. Like some temptations are external forces or inputs coming in and drawing your attention away. Internal ones are ones that that you don't have to have those in, outside influence. You just do it on your own. Yeah. I don't know that he, I don't think he would have had the internal. So when it talks about all points tempted, like, like he had to have, Satan took him up on the hill and said, look at all this. You know, he, he didn't have that selfish drive in himself to do it. Right. It had to be an external influence. I, we have that internal drive on that kind of stuff, you know? Well, like, I think like, it, it feels like there's a difference the, there. The Beatitudes, he talks about, like, you know, you've been told not to murder, but I say don't even hate your neighbor. So if he, if, if hating is sinful, does that mean he never felt that? Like, if lust in and of itself is sinful, does he never lust after anyone? Because that would have been the sin, mm-hmm. not the temptation. But it tells us all things. So there's not yeah. an area that he wasn't at some point hit with that. Right. And you can't just go like you know, we wanna we wanna pick out all these different actions, but I think you can some of them can be lumped lumped together. So um you know, I don't know, I'm thinking you know, just watching things on television. Okay, he didn't have that problem. Because he didn't have television, mm-hmm. and so you know, so there's things, there's ways you kind of kind of lump it in together. It's like, you know, we can go out with this laundry list of a thousand different things. It's like, well, yeah, but those may fit into categories of about seven, mm-hmm. and you know, and so it kind of narrows that down a little bit when you talk about all points or all ways tempted. Mm-hmm. I did like what she he was quoting C.S. Lewis, but he talked about um, Jesus is the only person who really knows the strength of temptation because he let the temptation play out completely, whereas we give into it. So he talked about C.S. Lewis. He talked about a man walking against the wind. Like, eventually you're just going to lay down and let the wind go over you, but if the, the person who really knows the strength of the wind is the person who walks all the way through it until it's over. And we don't do that with temptation, but Jesus did. So only he knows how strong temptation can get. I like C.S. Lewis's analogies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mom, <laughs> Mom's staring off his Later y'all are going to say I talk too much. I'm sitting here not saying anything. I don't know. I, I think you could be on two sides of the scale. You know, you know, there are some people who like to pick apart things. Like those, like people who say, you can't, you know, you can't judge me. You have no right to judge me. Because, and it, because they pick out every little single thing. I could sit and say, well, he wasn't tempted in this way or this way or this way because he didn't face. But I don't, I think just the underlying point that he's making is that he can sympathize with you. He can empathize with you. 
you don't have to feel like what you're bringing to him is shocking. Mm -hmm. You know, when we have, when we have counseled with people before, I always tell them what, whatever you are struggling with, I can almost promise I've dealt with it before. I've heard of it before. I've felt it before. You know, it's not going to shock me. And I think sometimes we just feel so bad about ourselves that we are like, I can't talk to Jesus about this. But what he's saying is he can handle it. He understands. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he, he reiterates again and again that Jesus is gentle. He's going to deal with you in a gentle way. I think maybe we need signs around our houses that say, <laughs> Jesus is gentle, you know? Just to remind ourselves that he's not hitting you over the head. He's not angry. He's not frustrated. Yeah. He knows it's a process. Jesus gets it. He gets it. That should be a slogan for a church. <laughs> Jesus gets it. Gets you. Probably is somewhere. It's gotta be. <laughs> Some cool church name, you know. Yeah. Has that. Gets. G-E-T-Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a youth group name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's an acronym for something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll be thinking on that one. Yeah, no, That'll it's, come Z's going to be hard, though. <laughs> Z's, Z's yeah. going to be hard. <laughs> but, you know, it's some, some church in an old brick building with uh, some really cool single-letter name or single-word name. <laughs> single-word name. Yeah. Yep. What was the one we saw today? His, His church. His church. It was a storefront that had the front of the store, or it was all reclaimed wood up front, and then the... the, the Sign was cool. I mean, it was. in front of it, it was, it was like the old style recessed letter, like metal, and then they just had like show lights in them. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. It was. It, it was, was very cool. blinging. It was. It was. It was <laughs> so they bought that from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No. It had been, it had been a sign company. It yeah. Was, it was it. well done. It was. It was cool. Yeah. I wanted to go in just because. Like it looks so cool. I can tell you exactly what it looks like. Yeah, inside. but I bet they have a reclaimed wood wall <laughs> behind their the worship uh, team, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet that's the whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> I Like, chapter four, I didn't underline anything in chapter four. It was, I just, did. It was I mean, a good chapter, but it wasn't anything. Because it talks about his sympathy is in our weaknesses. Yeah. Like, and... I underline where it said his, his is a love that cannot be held back when he sees his people in pain. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a statement he's made before, but like it's he he gets in there, he goes after it. it love is an action. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I mean, he says, page forty-eight. We're never we're never alone. Thanks to that. Uh, three quarters of the way down our tendency is to feel intuitively that the more difficult life gets the more alone we are mm -hmm. as we sink further into pain we think further and in, sink further into isolate 
felt isolation, but the Bible says it's not that way. What does that say to you? What does that What does that make <laughs> What does, does that, that make you how feel? How does that make you feel? Because you, feel you and that? I have talked lately about you feeling lonely. So when you read that, does it give you any comfort? I mean, I don't really question that with him. Yet you feel lonely. Yeah. Okay. I think it, I don't think loneliness is a thing we can ever actually escape on earth. Like, like, yes, Jesus is with us, but he's not a person, and we are broken, you know? Like, we're, yeah. we're not whole. In eternity, we will be with him in, you know, physical space. Yeah. But I think loneliness is just one of those things that, as a broken people, we just are going to experience. I don't know that we can get away from it. Because even the relationships we have with people are going to be imperfect. Yeah. And and this is talking about, I think this is talking different than lonely in an emotional, relational context as compared to lonely in a struggle. Right. Like this is talking about being lonely in the struggle. Like I... I I got this is all on me. There's nobody there to help. There's nobody that really can can engage or wants to engage in this with me. Nobody understands it. Nobody understands it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the context of what he's talking about there. Different kind of. Yeah. That's a different conversation. We can do that with a different <laughs> podcast if you want, but different conversation. Okay. Anything else for chapter four? Um. Oh, he, he goes into like so. He's that's the context of our struggles, and then he goes into you know what, but what in the context of our sins? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's where most people, including myself, would be like. I think one of you might have said it last time we talked about this is like. Yeah, I know you tell us to forgive people seven times seventy, but like, but I know I've come probably too many times, and you got your tired of seeing my face. <laughs> and buddy, you know he asked questions: Should we we be discouraged that Jesus can't be in solidarity with us in the most piercing of pains, the guilt and the shame of our sin? And he says no for two reasons. But it, he he the redundancy again, but that's where he says he knows temptation; he fully resisted. He's the yeah. one, and that's that quote that you talked about earlier mm-hmm. with Lewis. And then the second reason is is he is absolutely our only hope. Yeah. So we shouldn't be, we shouldn't hold back and feel, let the guilt of sin keep us from him, but should push us toward him because it is his sinlessness. His sinlessness seems overwhelming to us in our guilt but that's the very thing that should push to him because that's where our salvation lies is because he didn't get trapped Mm 
So he's not just stuck in the hole with you. He's somebody that can actually, he's not scared to look down in the hole. He's not afraid to reach into the hole. He will fully engage and pull you out. Mm -hmm. I like the closing of the chapter where he says, if you are in Christ, you have a friend who in your sorrow will never lob down a pep talk from heaven. Yeah, I like that. He's not going to pop out Romans 8.28 every day <laughs> time he gets a chance. Yeah. Or Jeremiah 29.11 or <laughs> all of all of the... The cliche. The, the, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. <laughs> That's the one that every girl has in her bio. Oh, wow. She is clothed. In, oh, she is clothed with strength oh, and dignity. Uh, yeah. Is that Proverbs? Or Proverbs. Proverbs 31? 31. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and live, laugh, love, which is totally. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's my Bible that's somewhere. Bible. You is kind. You is smart. You, you is, is important. important. <laughs> in the book of Paul. Like saying uh, cleanliness is next to godliness is in the Bible. Because Jesus was very clean. Clean, yeah. It yeah, while well, he slept on he, a rock. Yeah, he bathed every day, brushed his teeth twice a day. <laughs> John the Baptist. Baptist. John the Baptist was a clean guy. Yeah. They were wore fur vests. Only, and, only yeah. ate the healthiest of meals. Mm. Hey, locust honey's and honey. not bad. I don't know. Locust has <laughs> got to have some good protein some value, protein, right? Got some crunch. Yeah, it couldn't be too bad. It's not like he was frying it in grease or anything. So, I think he just, his, he just hey, his heart was be, probably better than ours. Absolutely, I bet he had better blood pressure. Oh yeah, they walked everywhere <laughs> they went. His cholesterol was better. In his oh yeah, he had awesome, visual. good cholesterol. Yeah. I like the beginning of chapter 5 because he talks about the difference between the king and the priest. Mm -hmm. He said the king provided authority over the people. The priest provided solidarity with the people. Which, you know, Jesus provided both. But I like the distinction there because I've never really thought about what their role was. Well, and and before that, he he says the king represented God to the people and the priest represented the people to God. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a big idea. I mean, the the king side, and I, I don't get into as much, but the priest side of it, I mean, if you're thinking when people, their thoughts of the priest was the person who made, made the claim before God of why they should be innocent. Of course, they would do it with, I've made this sacrifice, so mm-hmm. this person... Has they understand that that this is applied to them, so they should be by the contractual agreement between you and them. So he's working like a lawyer in between, mm-hmm. and you know, going with the whole Hebrews idea, we have a great high priest that's doing that very same thing. That's they're gonna fuss at us for doing all the talking. I know they are. <laughs> I'm not gonna fuss at all. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? Nope. <laughs> All of us are sitting here yawning. <laughs> yeah. 
Because we're later than it's we usually because, are. Yeah. Is, this is later in the day. Yeah, this is nap 30. Significantly later. We started <laughs> um, about five hours later than we normally do. <laughs> Seven o'clock, so this is when Mom goes to bed. <laughs> I only got an hour left. He's right over bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When it hits the second page of this chapter and he starts going through the uh, translations I like that words. part yeah I was like Dad and Alex are going to love this I like that part mm-hmm. me Makes not sense. so much etymology well it's just like it's interesting to me always to see how translation tr- changes how we take in the information because they would have seen a connection that we don't get in the English language I don't, I don't even remember what the word was but it's like in our translation one says can and one says able to so we wouldn't connect those two together but for them it was the same word and we don't get that but even even able to and he goes into this but if you say uh so i'm trying to think of where's the he can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward is yeah. the verse mm-hmm. that he's tearing down but yeah. <clears throat> he he's talking about can uh, and able to can yeah kind of go back and forth but even like with both of those words able to and the word can speaks to either ability or authority yeah if I'm able to do something so I'm able to go to town that can mean two different things mm-hmm. that can mean I have the means in which to get there, or it means that I have the authority to make the decision to go. Mm-hmm. And so, even even in the midst of that, I mean, there's a wrestling match that's got to happen. Like people get blurry eyed when you start talking that way, but it really makes a difference. It does because he he had full authority, mm-hmm. and he had ability and the means. Yeah, like he has he the had access the, yeah, to. Yeah, he like, has the means and the authority to yeah. do. Yeah, and so even with the word can. Same thing. I right. Mean, so, for me, it's a kind of on those two. It's like, eh, okay. Still doesn't really settle which right. one you're talking about with without context of everything around it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he goes he goes into that because he says, which means one who is able to or quote one who mm-hmm. has the capability to. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I, I like linguistic breakdowns. Yeah, I knew you guys would. <laughs> I mean, even at the beginning of the chapter where it says um, the king is over the people and the priest is for the people, like I diagrammed, oh, I, saw, yeah. I diagrammed those prepositional phrases. Yeah. Makes, a, makes a difference. <laughs> yep. Because it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, in chapter four, I was like, there's a part where he talks about conjunctions, yep. and I circled the conjunctions because there was a four, which means it connects. They, they connect mm-hmm. in those three verses it connects to the one before it because of the word for and it connects to the one after it because of the word then I like that I 
exact language. Have you got a, Have you watched Piper's breakdown on some of that stuff? Yeah. See, His that's videos. what it felt. Yeah, it felt yes. like watching Desiring God. Yeah, Piper, <laughs> Piper does a really good job. With he, that. he Piper talked in a sermon once. He like said a thank you to a seventh grade English teacher because he was like, "I'm so thankful that she taught me to diagram sentences because that's yeah. how I study words. Like that's how I study the yeah, Bible." Literally. I think um, who did that at First Baptist? Um, not Todd. Oh, Todd did. Sure. He talked and about I'm it. I'm sure Justin did. Um, yeah, I'm sure Justin. Did I remember yeah. Justin really doing it. They both were really like big readers and into and, that too. Yeah, and Justin was the historical guy though. He was. Yeah. His church history was unreal. Well, I I remember. So. I don't remember which one it was, but one of them we had a kid in youth group who was like, "Okay, I know I want to go to seminary, but what do I do in undergrad?" And they were like, "Study English." get an English degree because that's what you're going to be doing. And it really makes all the difference. You're going to be studying literature and you're going to be putting that into basically an essay format that you'll present in front of people, you know, so that's what it is. Um, On 54, which is the next page, um, I really like, he says, when we sin, we are encouraged to bring our mess to Jesus because Mm -hmm. he will know just how to receive us. Mm -hmm. And I like it because it seems kind of like a you know, when, with, like, mental health or even just medical things, you know, you talk about going to a specialist, like, the person who knows how to do it, and it's cool to think of Jesus as that person who is specialized in all areas. Mm-hmm. Like, he will know exactly how to handle this. You don't have to worry about being a special case. Right. But you are special. God made you, you special. You are special. You're and the he loves only you very one. much. Only one like you. There is no other in the whole wide world <laughs> who can do the things you do. Do you know that song? It sounds it's Barney. It's Barney. Oh. <laughs> um, Mr. Rogers had a year special song, too. Uh, well, yeah, and he said it at the beginning and end of every episode. Yeah, but... I don't remember how a song went, but yeah. Yeah, because you're special. No matter what anybody tells no you. No matter what and, any junior year English teacher tells and you. And that's what Veggie, Veggie Tales would say. God thinks you're special and he loves you very much. I made you special. God made you special. And he loves you very much. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I have a complaint on 55. Okay. Did you see my complaint when you read through yes, mine? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, on 55, um, he talks about... He says, Owen writes that when we are told that the high priest can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward, this means that he can no more cast off poor sinners for their ignorance and wanderings than a nursing father should cast away a sucking child for its crying. Fathers don't nurse. I know. I saw it too, and I'm like, I... And it was written in the 1600s. I know. I had to. I had to. But and I wish he had addressed it. You can't allude to God being anything other than masculine. I know. But and I wish so, he had addressed it. I wish he had said, like, it's yeah, okay to assign mothering to yeah, God, too. Yeah, I did. I saw it, too. I'm like, ah, whatever. That, that part drove me nuts. And as regular people, we don't see the father as the nurturing right. one. We see that as a mother. It kind of makes it hard to relate to if you didn't have that kind of father. Well, I, I just think, I like, 
God encompasses every possible relationship we could have, so he is both a father and a mother. Like, he, he is both perfectly, but we have a picture of that separate because of uh, our biological making. And I, I do think, no, not everybody has a dad like Ethan Ron I do. Happy Father's Day. But <laughs> Mom figured out it was Father's Day when we were eating lunch, <laughs> and the guy comes up to the table says, looks at me, says, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> and then he walks off and she says, Oh, it's Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Um, but I do think a lot more people have an issue with the father relationship of God. And if we could be more open with the fact that he is also a nurturing mother type of I was actually thinking when we were, so we, for context, we, we went out of town this weekend. And so we had a couple hour drive and. Um, we listened to some datelines, but one of them was a kid that disappeared. And I was thinking it was when we was driving. It was uh, this, you know, it was the mom that was dealing with everything. I don't remember. Was there a dad in the picture? Where was? No. Okay. I, I, yeah. Anyway, but they were there were some articles of clothing that they found, and and so they found these clothes, and they asked the the uh, the mom's like, is this the, you know, is this what the kid was wearing? And it's like, you know, dads probably wouldn't know the answer to that question hmm. for, I mean, on clothing. Like, my mom will know exactly. They, a mom, you just anticipate. You will go, if you had a choice between the two, you would go to the mom and say, is this random article of clothing your kids? <laughs> Dad'd be like, like, what was he wearing? Uh, sure, pants, <laughs> t-shirt, <laughs> sandal shoes. <laughs> and, you know, like, I don't know. Clothes. I had him dressed. I, he was not there naked. There were clothes, yeah. There were, the child was not naked. <laughs> he dressed himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, but, <clears throat> but Jesus knows that. Right. Like, he knows... He knows your your all of your everything. He knows all of it. Like so, when he goes to the Father, when you go to him, when no matter what, he knows it already. The good, the bad, the ugly. He would know every stain on the outfit. He knows he knows all of it, and because he wants to. Mm-hmm. And so, I have had the thought of uh, maybe I should send Mom a picture of my outfit every day. Because I know Ethan's not going to remember even if he sees me that morning. And I see Dad at work all the time, but he's not going to know what I was wearing. Yeah. So I should text Mom and be like, hey, here's what I'm wearing if I am if I go missing. <laughs> no, it's really okay. We have other ways to identify you. I know. <laughs> I guarantee you, we could, we could probably pick out a color. Oh, yeah. She was wearing. Yeah. Was she wearing this pink t-shirt? No. 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 <laughs> I don't own, find any beige yeah, clothing. Those, I don't own a pink. T-shirt. Were they neutrals? <laughs> yeah. My favorite yes. color is grayish. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I have purple hair. I feel like that's enough. We found this ridiculous <laughs> amount of bracelets. <laughs> I took off most of them. <laughs> I don't know. We have very that was recent my, dental records. That was my complaint of this chapter. Was the I like the word. Father. Yeah, he kept using, um, talking about gentleness and meekness and all that, but he says, 
more than this, Christ's meekness and gentleness, his patience and moderation is not peripheral or accidental to who Christ is. Like, I like, I like patience and uh, patience, the word, big, big part of it, but. Yeah. (laughs) I am not a patient person. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And it is really hard for me to imagine people as patient. Yeah. Like, I like, I get frustrated easily and I, it's really hard for me to think that another person can be patient with me. Right. You know, so I have a, a hard time trying to see him as patient when I am not patient. Right. Because I see him over there going like, come on, Jeanette, come on. <laughs> so that's how I am. Yeah. I have had multiple teachers tell me that I have the patience of Job. I think I only have it at school. <laughs> I have a professional patience. <laughs> I do not have a personal patience. My job. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be really patient with my kids, but then as soon as I'm on the road to leave home, I'm like complaining at drivers. Like, why aren't you going fast enough? Why are you going 25 and a 45? Like, I think I'm patient <laughs> with everyone except you people. That could be it. Yeah. I'm not patient. I'm not a patient driver. No, you're not. But I'm patient. In the, I don't mind waiting in a line. Yeah. I don't mind, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think about when Dad and I get in the car. Okay. Our whole approach to going somewhere in the car is different. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> we were leaving the venue. And I was driving. Before we get to the car... I have unlocked the doors, (laughs) you know, hit the button, unlock, make sure all doors are unlocked. But if you are with your father, (laughs) you're going to get to the door and you're going to pull the handle to hint, hint. And then you're going to wait three more minutes before he hits the button. And then he's going to unlock his door and forget to hit it another time to unlock your door. Such an exaggeration. So... Wait a minute, I'm not done. done. Okay, Okay, and then getting into the car. So I get into the car and I start it because I don't like to be hot. And then I put my seatbelt on. That is my system. No, he gets in the car. He pulls his phone out. I'm dying of a heat stroke in the seat next to him. So I'm not patient. When, when, when Emily and I go somewhere, I will get in the, in the driver's side of the car and she will leave the door open and look at me and say, can you turn the car on? <laughs> it is hot. Yes. Because yeah. yes. we are so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. <laughs> Darn you. And you even know how bad of a mood I get in when it's hot, Jeanette. (laughs) Seems like you would slow down. I'm not going to speed up. Freddie is not in a hurry. I'm not. Except for when he's driving. That's all. And that depends. That depends, because Dad and I like to drive like we like to walk around new cities. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just meander down roads. If I have a place I'm going, I'm going to get there. Yeah. But 
I can get lost and drive. Dad's Dad's gonna get there because he was in no hurry getting ready. Yeah. So it is already time to be there when you are driving. But he's gonna hit every red light. Every red light. It's just when I get on the interstate, really driving around town. I don't like whatever. But as soon as I hit the interstate, let's go. Yeah. He is. Get out of my way. Every person slows down in front of him. They do. And then when they pull over to the side, they speed up because they don't want him to pass. That's the only time you have really talked today. Because <laughs> we just took a road trip Is together. when we're talking about, about anything other than the book. I explained in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. While y'all are doing all this griping, I'm just sitting here kind of reviewing my notes and going, yeah, what else, you know, what can we hit here? We've already talked about the whole See, book. I think it, like, I think it's redundant because, like, I'm, I know the Bible, but I need this to hit me over the head. And it may take me three chapters of the same information for me to go, oh. I mean, he literally makes this statement. I'm pretty sure he's made it before. It says, in other words, when de- Jesus, quote, deals gently with us, he is doing what is most fitting and natural to him. Like, wasn't that chapter one? Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, so. And then, I mean, and then three chapters, or three paragraphs later, he says, look to Christ. He deals gently with you. It is the only way he knows how to be. It's like, I got you, man. Like, you're saying he's gentle. Got you. Got you. I don't know. I think I need the redundancy. Well, and I mean, Paul was one that talked about he even he would preach the cross to himself every day mm-hmm. and and you have to be reminded and I, I think Paul's redundant like you read the letters and he says the same things over well he's writing to different people though we, but even within the same book yeah. he will say things multiple times maybe change up the way he says it a little bit but he will say the same basic points I think it I think it all comes down to how you receive things how you learn things, what, what she's you need. saying is, is we're slow. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is we're all different, you know? Yeah. Dad reads totally different books than I do, kind of books, type of books, authors, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. We don't listen to the same podcasts. We don't listen to the same kind of radio, you know? He's all talk radio all the time, and I'm, you know not talk radio um, unless you're talking about murdering your spouse or well you know yeah, it's exciting radio but it, mm-hmm. that, that's how I feel is this book just isn't hitting me in that spot mom and I both like lots of information packed into small amounts because I read comics which is you know single issue just 20 something pages it's a lot of stuff packed into a small space. Yeah. I'd just like for you to get down to business. To defeat the, the Huns. Huns. Yeah. Did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? Okay, so the question is, should we up the number of chapters we're reading? I think we can. I think we can to three. Okay. Because... 
honestly, right now where we're sitting, doing pretty good on time. <laughs> yeah, because y'all have nothing to say. No. But you all, you two also just read the chapters today. That's true. So. I was in the car <laughs> with mom when she listened to it. I know that chapter, let me think. It would have been the second one we read today. Because we were on a stretch of road that they had stripped to pave. And you know what those sound like. Mm -hmm. It's those all the way through. Mm -hmm. There's no way she heard it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I heard it. She didn't hear it. Because I, I even, I was sitting there. Well, she had started it. Because it's the second chapter we read that he said, a nurturing father. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I don't have a problem listening. Okay. But we'll up the chapters, but you have to read it before the day of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to find your book. I know where it is. <laughs> uh, all right. So, is she gonna close us out? Oh yeah, mom, you gotta close us out. You, no, you opened I it. opened it. Yeah. You can always do both. Try. Always do both. Oh. So what are we doing next you're, time? You're our host. I don't know. Which one? Oh no, next time's not the book. <laughs> oh no, next time we'll figure out what next week is. Yeah. So six, seven, and eight. Yeah. Six, seven, and eight. Mom. Have any com comments? We are on Instagram now, mm -hmm. so you can shoot us some comments or tell us we're ridiculous or stupid or whatever. <laughs> we, we just want to know questions. <laughs> you know, maybe you like listening, maybe you despise it, maybe you have something you want us to talk about. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> Is that it? And I think that's it. <laughs> Everybody at one time say goodbye. Goodbye. One, two, three. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs>